welcome to the second installment of Pop Goes the Weasels. It yeah, it uh, we're we're uh, we're right on on target here. Yeah, on our schedule. Second, yeah, on schedule. Our second second one <laughs> on schedule, like we have a schedule. <laughs> right. So last, I mean, last time we talked about Beastmaster, which I made you watch. Yeah. And what would you say your final thoughts on the movie were? D minus. D minus. It's okay. downgraded. Now that I listened to last week, I honestly feel like I like Beastmaster less, but I really do like our interpretation of it. Okay, fair enough. And okay, what did you make me watch this week? I made you watch the seminal Martin Short, Charles Grodin classic, 1994's Clifford. Okay, so. Not the big red bo- dog. Not the big red dog. The Martin Short. I mean, he's. Phew. Classic, I think, might be shooting it. Seminal classic. Okay, so just, okay. So for those of you who don't know about it, here's the trailer. Clifford is a very special little boy. Would you please stop hitting the back of my chair? I am trying to sleep. I'm sorry, Miss Nice Older Person, but I don't know what you're talking about. Perhaps you were just having a nightmare about your early days in the circus. Hi, what's your name, son? My name is Clifford. And I think you're the bestest captain in the whole wide world. Well, thank you. And he's bound for Los Angeles to spend a week with his Uncle Martin. Isn't there an incredible family resemblance? Look at this. Well, I, I guess so. Are we ready to go to Dinosaur World now? This is the longest trailer. Yeah, we have to cut this. We have to okay. photo away. Okay. Yeah, let, that's that's plenty. I think you get the idea. <laughs> but like, do they? I don't think that trailer does any justice to this movie. Well, the only justice to this movie would be <laughs> that it is burned, all prints burned. No, okay, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I'm making it out to be. Okay, so. Since we did this last week, why don't you describe the plot and premise of this movie? Okay. I would love to. All right. Martin Short, who's arguably a creepy-looking guy already. Okay? He's playing a 10-year-old boy who, without, like, CGI or anything, because (laughs) this was filmed in, like, 90. Do you want to drop your fact? No, we'll save that for a minute. Okay. But... So no CGI. So they just had people that were slightly taller around Martin Short and then dressed him like a little boy who – all right. I'm getting ahead of myself. The movie starts off in 2050. Uh-huh. Okay. Correct. It starts off – it starts off in the future where Martin Short is a priest at a boys town type thing, like a school for wayward boys. <laughs> yeah. And Fred Savage's little brother – Ben Savage. Ben Savage. I mean, Corey. Is apparently Boy like... Boy Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets World. He is apparently like the school fuck up or whatever, and he's trying to break out of the play. Anyways, so Martin Short starts telling him a story about how when he was a child... So he now was old, old, old Martin Short. Old Martin Short is telling the story of when he's a child and what a terrible person he was. And the story of that is him basically acting like a legit terrorist to his... Mm-hmm uncle Charles Grodin and wreaking havoc throughout LA Uh just to destroy this guy because he had to work instead of taking him to dinosaur world one day. Uh 
uh, just just bad thing, bad thing. It was it was like <laughs> it was like a terrible version of of Problem Child, which is a movie I love. Ah, another movie I love. But no, it was just it it was it was creepy and it was off putting, and it was <laughs> it was off it was off putting. Martin Short, who was already like good into his forties, I think at this point he is forty when he filmed it. Okay, he's forty when he filmed it, playing a ten year old boy. That's correct. It it was really really creepy and all, and I couldn't get past <laughs> that so much. There were some funny scenes in it, like chuckle funny. But I couldn't get past how creepy and off-putting it was for him to be a 10-year-old boy leching on Mary Steenburgen. Mm, but as a 40-year-old man. But as a 40 <laughs> Yeah. You weren't into it? It was weird. I mean... I would say it's... Uh, if, if you don't like that, if, if you're <laughs> done with that premise, I don't think you need to listen to the rest of this podcast. You definitely don't need to watch from uh, No. <laughs> Yeah, Problem Child <laughs> Clifford. Clifford. Problem Child has red hair. Madeline would be so mad at me for forgetting that for a second. Well, okay, so Clifford also had red hair. But for some reason, he also, as a little boy, was wearing shorts and a suit jacket <laughs> through the whole movie. Yeah, but he has lots of different outfits. Sometimes he wears, like, like um, Hawaiian shorts. And he carrying around, like, a little toy brontosaurus. Stefan. Stefan the brontosaurus. Correct. Who at one point, very early in the movie, shoves into the shower. Yeah. With Mary Steenburgen. Yes, who, by the way, is a real national treasure. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's terrific. Dabney Coleman was in this movie. Richard Kind. Like, yeah. It was... Star-studded. A nightmare for everybody <laughs> involved, I'm sure. Even Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Is this before or after those Beethoven movies? Well, it was filmed before, but released circa the same time. Okay, yeah. So this movie, not because the movie was terrible... But because <laughs> Orion Pictures apparently went was going through bankruptcy uh-huh. and had this movie completed like by 91 or something, it sat on a shelf where, but for the grace of God, it did not <laughs> end up and was released onto the pub- public. Like... Unleashed. F- unleashed. It was awful. And it was like, awful? Did it? Did you? Did you think it was weird that Martin Short was the star of the movie, but Charles Grodin's character's name was Martin? Yes, I thought it was so good. There were so many like little off-putting things about it. <laughs> I don't. It just bugged me. <laughs> I'm I, I'm honestly truly astonished that you didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like there's so many things. This one I was like, this feels like kind of a cop out because we're both really gonna like it. Like I should really like put him through something for my first pick. But unbeknownst to me, I did. Yeah, you kind of did. Oh, cool. It was it was off-putting is the best way I could use to yeah. describe this. I mean, it got half a star when it came, out of four. Yeah. Uh, I actually wrote down a quote from one of the 10 out of 10 star reviews on IMDb of this movie. Okay. They used the terms box office disaster. And everyone claimed one of the worst movies of all time. And that was a 10 out of 10. Yes. All right. Okay. So, like, this movie was fucking awful. But I vaguely remember when it came out. Uh Uh-huh. Like. In 1994. Yeah. So I would have been, like, in junior high Mm. when this movie came out. And so I, I obviously wasn't the right demographic for it. Yeah. Who is the right demographic for it? Like insane me 
Yeah, honestly, yeah, right. I'm not even going to continue what I was going to say because that will just make later awkward. No, it was weird. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh-huh. But just the fact that it came out from the same studio who put out like Dances with Wolves and Silence of the Lambs. Guess which of those movies is my favorite? Dances with Wolves. Clifford. Clifford. <laughs> out of those three options, Fair 110%. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, okay, you tell me then what you liked about it. Why do you think this is a good movie? <laughs> I don't think the premise is off-putting. I think it's absolutely hysterical that Martin Short, as a 40-year-old, plays a 10-year-old and, like, an 80-year-old. I don't think my math is great there, but no, it's probably. fine. probably. Okay. So I, just, I love the premise. I think it's so funny. And I love that they do zero effort to actually make him look young. <laughs> like, they don't even cover his wrinkles. Oh, no, I get that that was part of the, the joke. I like, know. Yeah. But then you're asking me what I love about okay, it. Okay, no, fair enough. Uh, I love Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. I mean, Charles Grodin is fantastic. Like, the cast is just so good. And as a kid, I also loved Problem Child. I just loved these stories of these just completely wild beasts. I just thought it was so fun. I also loved Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred was a great movie. Uh, so, I love that I agree. Movie. In addition yeah. to... Clifford and Problem Child. See, Problem Child. They're all the same you. genre, though, don't you think? And, like, didn't, like, Chucky, uh, what's the, Child's Play? Child's Play. If, Did that come out around the same time? Uh, this came, Child's Play came out earlier. I would mm. love to make you watch Child's Play. Ugh, I would not. But I think it's all part of the same, like, weird, possessed, horrid child genre. What do you think Child's Play's about? Uh, that little doll that comes to life. And, and as a monster and, like, kills people, maybe? Yeah, you would say that that's in the same genre as... Yeah. Clifford. As terrorist children, yes. But the kid wasn't a terrorist in that one. It was the doll who was, like, running around killing people. <sighs> I, I mean, potato, potato. I don't know. This is... I didn't do any research before this. Okay. I didn't, like, look up, like, shitty, mean kid movies of the 80s. Okay, so... And a, 90s. As we said on the last one, we are a married couple, and we're getting to the point where we're starting to talk about uh, wanting to start a family. Right now, I'm terrified because <laughs> my wife is just. Would you say one of your favorite genres of movie is terrorist children movies, like like little kids being total bastards? I would not. I, I mean, as you know, my favorite genres of genre of movie is talking animal movie. Okay, but I would say there are some shining examples of the horrible child genre that I really enjoy a lot. Well, wait a sec, wait a sec. So is it a big leap from a talking animal to a talking doll? I mean, the talking animals don't usually kill people. Didn't Babe kill people? Babe, no. I've honestly never watched that movie. I was worried you'd bring that up. That's a talking animal movie I don't love. I like it. It's just, it's very sad. How sad? It's like a Charlotte's Web situation. Whoa, okay. So just like, oh, such a good story, but like, oh, so sad. I getcha. Like, okay. And was, no temples in the rap. Okay. Speaking of sad stuff, not this wasn't a movie that we watched for this podcast, but just happened to see it the other night, was Coco. Oh, boy. And I would put to you that I think that the first five minutes of Up, sandwiched together with the last five minutes of Coco, would seriously spike the suicide rate in America. Or the world. I, I think it would spike the, like, what's, like, melancholy, but more positive. Wistful. I had that Wistful. same word that I was asking for. 
Okay. I know this is a little off topic, but like, does Pixar just hate old people? No, they honor them. So like in Disney movies, the whole thing is like somebody's parents always die. And there's always, it's just orphans running amok. That's every Disney movie. Yeah. But now Disney Pixar movie, it's like just sad old people dying. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. I just, no, fair enough. Fair enough. I, sorry, I got off topic there. They, yeah. All right. So, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if you guys heard just like a big loud, loud rumbling, that was our cat jumping onto a projector and then onto a... Picture frame and then onto a couch. Yeah. Nothing was, fell. There of, was no earthquake. It was pretty. Would you like... Okay. You're talking about talking animal movies. Yeah. How much do you wish that our cats could talk, and what do you think they would be saying? What do you think specifically the cats would say about the movie that you just made me watch? <laughs> sure. Um, well, first, you and I have talked about whether we would want the cats to talk, and if so, what words they would say a lot. So this is mm-hmm. something I'm very well-worn territory. Um, I would say that I would like for them each to know either two or 300 words. Okay. With a parrot. Yeah, but they could, like, string sentences together, not just, like, repeat what you say at them. Okay, fair enough. So, like, they could talk, they just have very limited vocabularies. Okay. Just, like, they just got, and not, like, baby talk, but just, like, they just have a limited vocabulary. Okay, but with that limited vocabulary, what do you think that they would say about this movie? Um, they, they would have liked it. They thought it was funny, they were somewhat engaged, they liked that Martin Short is small, and they he liked very that there, he's very wee. And they liked that there was a scene at the beginning with a cat. They didn't like that Clifford chased the cat around the house until the cat ran away. Wait, I'm sorry. I got to pause you for a second because I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So, okay. So when Charles Grodin picks up the uncle, the uncle, when he picks up Clifford at the airport, where he has just caused a plane to, to emergency <laughs> land and his parents to ditch him. While they continue on to Hawaii. And then he stole a bunch of other passenger yeah, stuff. Including like, a dog. A dog named Sneakers. That we see for one scene. Yeah, I wish Sneakers was in the whole thing, of course. What the hell did they do with the dog? Did he just let the dog, like, roam the streets of L.A.? Mm-hmm. And he was I, probably caught by a dog catcher. I honestly, I would have rather seen that movie. <laughs> I would have rather seen the movie That's called... That's called Homeward Bound. And it's really yeah. sad. Or Milo yeah. and Otis, also really sad. That's I think the problem with talking animal movies. They could have kept the name because Clifford is also the big red dog, which was when you first, very first brought this movie up. That's what I was thinking. Everyone thinks that when I right. first bring it up. I thought this was a movie that like everyone saw when they were little. Nay, nay. Apparently not. No. I, there are definitely some people who are like, like, I think Vicky knows about it. She's like, oh yeah, Clifford, of course. I think Jill knows about it. But I, most people, and they're like, like the dog? I'm like, no, no, no. It's with Martin Short, and he plays a 10-year-old. And everyone goes, ooh. Okay, I gotta ask, was this another slumber party movie for you? Like no, you I think this is me watching it by myself. <laughs> really? Maybe with my dad. Probably with my dad. Your dad watched this movie? Yeah, multiple times. What did your dad think of this movie? I, I don't know. As, as somebody who worked in film? Yeah. You yeah, Okay. I don't know. I'll text him. I'll find out. I'll, oh. I'll report back. Okay. Uh, I will say that my, I, my mother and I watched this movie maybe like... Seven, eight years ago. So that's cheating a little bit. Oh, and we should have said that about this podcast. We may have said it last time. Um, but what we're trying to do is watch things that we haven't watched recently and ha- ideally haven't watched together. So 
that kind of puts the kibosh on things like Dawson's Creek and what have we watched from your childhood? Friday the 13th part six. And uh, you know, like, cause yeah. we've actually seen those or father of the bride. So a lot of the like major classics were at least going to save for a while. Okay. So I kind of like, call those classics. I mean, but like we've seen them recently. Right, right. No, I like they're you. movies that we've continued to watch. Like it's funny to watch a movie I haven't seen in like 20 years. Yeah. But I watch just like between five and 10 years ago with my mother. Anyway. Fair enough. She laughed a lot. She got hysterical several times. Oh, during this movie? Yes, correct. Okay. And then I texted her that we were doing this tonight, and she was like, what movie is that? And yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, you and I watched it a few years ago. She goes, ha, ha, yeah, now I remember. And that was it. So, like... <laughs> Fair enough. She can be a little inscrutable via text, but she laughed a lot. Okay. So, all right. In my, in my Wikipedia deep dive into this one... I found you out. You did your research. I did my research, and I found out a lot of things. I found out that uh, one we already mentioned that this movie was made and then shelved for like three years, three it's or four not their years. Their fault that Orion Pictures was going bankrupt. Right, but I think that it's Orion Pictures' fault they were going bankrupt because they were making things like this. <laughs> they they blew their wad on, on Clifford. Uh, they blew their wad on Dances with Wolves on RoboCop. Which, oh, God, I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, man. Nah, you watched that recently. I do watch RoboCop. I'm pretty <laughs> I like them. Whatever. But uh, they, they... Loophole. They they put they put a lot of effort and time and energy. Dabney Coleman was in this. I mean, they had... Should we talk about Dabney Coleman? Okay. That guy is a fucking creep. Where he tried... Well, his character was a creep. Does he ever not play a creep? And a single thing is yeah. he ever not play Drexel's a creep. Yeah, class. I've, n- I've never heard of that. Don't doubt it for a second. I think it lasted like maybe one, two seasons. He was like a teacher and he had a bunch of like really shitty students. I think Joey Lawrence was one of the students, if oh, I remember. What's it called? Drexel's class? Yeah, he was Drexel. And he, yeah, he was just, he was this teacher and it was right around the same time of like all the teacher sitcoms. Like there yeah. was Head of the Class with like Arvid. Done. I've right. heard of that one, but I've never seen it. Okay. And wasn't there another one? Welcome back, Cotter? Was that a teacher? Yeah, but that was like in the 70s. Is this... Okay. Oh, no, this, like how 80s? old do you think I am? I mean, I, I don't I don't want to pull at that thread. <laughs> but what I will say is you whistle things like the Andy Griffith show. And I'm like, was that... Were you... No, 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 no. <laughs> so I grew up watching the Andy Griffith show. It was a good show. I know, show. but sometimes I can't figure out if it's first run or eighth. No, I used to pretend to be sick a lot so I could stay home and watch TV with my grandparents. Oh, how great was that? It was awesome. I did it by myself. It was just even better. Oh, man. Now I love my Wait, 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 wait. You stay. You got to stay home sick by yourself? Like, yeah. How, how old? I don't know, like... I mean, from the same parents that sent you to hotel parties at the MBS, MBS suite, suites By the airport. By the airport at, in third grade. My parents are going to be so sad if they listen to this <laughs> and this is how they're being represented. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We love you very much. Thank you for our family calendar. You guys are the best. Um, like, I don't know, like 10? Not like five. In San Francisco. I mean, 11? I Okay. I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm very surprised because... I grew up in a really rural area where, like, no crime ever happened because I don't think they had invented meth yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, like, now there's lots of meth. There, you, you can't, I mean, there's... Can't swing a cat. They have meth fights in the winter, like snowball fights, but with big globs of meth. It's crazy. Anyway. anyway okay. So, so, 
Okay, so like this is like your sick day movie, like staying at home, or would you? Well, yeah, it was like on TBS sometimes, but I would mm-hmm. rent it from the video store, like on like a Friday night. I'd be like, "Ooh, big night by myself watching Clifford." It like, I mean, at like six. So you would go to the video store. Five? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Fair enough. I, okay. No, I am getting a very clear picture of it now. I, I think my my dad would definitely watch it with me. Well, and I'm yeah. sure I've subjected some of my like friends from very young childhood to it. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's not one that Madeline and I have watched together since we were little kids. Fair enough. I so I thought it was it was it was a movie that I spent a lot of times like when we were watching it. Like they have this scene in San Francisco, and they like they drive by what's essentially a few blocks from our place. Uh-huh. And then they and one of our very favorite bars and one of our very favorite bars Vesuvio yeah Vesuvio they drive right past Vesuvio uh huh and then he pulls over the cab almost immediately because he sees Mary Steenburgen having a romantic dinner with Dabney Coleman uh huh and he gets out of the cab but like he gets out of the cab and it's the five one one Sutter restaurant or something I mean no I understand suspension I mean. no I understand. But like those places are nowhere. Near. It, it was things oh like that. Oh my god! I know it ruined it ruined it for me. Oh my god! <laughs> You're a trip. That's really because, something else. Yeah. It uh-huh. was. Yeah. Okay. I hate that scene. I mean, I love seeing our neighborhood, but I hate that scene because that he's like the just, boss and is so creepy at dinner, and she feels so unable to do anything, and it's just right. then he literally tries to sexually assault her. Like, twice. Yeah, he's legit revolting. That's definitely my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely doesn't hold up to 2018. Daddy Coleman playing a rapist corporate exec is really... That also is off-putting. That was very off-putting. But that's, like, basically the exact same character he plays in 9 to 5. Yeah. Another phenomenal... I haven't seen that for a solid 25 years. I really liked that movie. I love... We should watch that. Yeah. That'd be, like, a good... Yeah. Combo effort. Watch 9 to 5, especially I think in the current climate right yeah. now. Watching 9 to 5 would be... Totally. Yeah. I'd give that a whirl. And it's another Dabney Coleman who... Being an asshole. Yeah, but I love Dabney Coleman. Do you think he's one of those actors who's like an asshole? He, like he can play an asshole because he's so nice? Oh, God, or I hope Or vice so. versa. Me too. I always hope that. But oh. then there are some that I'm like, ooh. No, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood the question. No, I hope that he's an asshole <gasps> in real life. No, why? Just, I... I <sighs> I formed this opinion of him in my head based purely on his movie and TV personas, which makes me think he wouldn't necessarily be an asshole, but he'd be very curmudgeonly. And I think that if I met him and he was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Thanks for being a fan. Like, it would really bum me out. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. We have opposite personalities. No, I would just, it would really bum me out. I'd want him to not only not sign my autograph. But like crumple it up, throw it away. But like, tell me to get lost, kid, or scram, or scram. something like that. Scram is what I want to hear. Scram. Downey Coleman say to me. I want him to tell you to scram and then be super nice to me. And lech on you and a- no. I just want him to actually be like a like. I want him to have like Jerry from Parks and Rec's personality in real life, like just bumbling and so nice. Understood. I mean, I do that a lot though. Celebrities is like I I build an opinion of them in my head and then I try to like craft a world in my mind in which they are the demon spawn that I fixed. Like that time when I tried to convince you that uh, Van Morrison uh, was like a rapist or something. A pedophile is what you said. Oh, I said a pedophile. Which I you made up completely. Made I fully, up completely. 
because you didn't want me to listen to it so much. Yes. Joke was on you. Walk down the aisle to the same song. We did. I did. Well, you did, yeah. You was playing, though, at our wedding. And sure you know was. what, though? I like it now. <laughs> I laughed a little bit, knowing that you <laughs> oh, hated it a little bit. Oh, that was... Oh, I know. Not the majority of why I picked it, but... Uh, it was in there, though. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, just for anybody who might have paused and skipped or anything, <laughs> Van Morrison is not a pedophile, <laughs> to my knowledge. Oh, my God. I don't... Look, I don't... <laughs> I don't fuck I know about Van Morrison's life. I know that he made a song that I really, really love. Oh, that was diplomatic. That was nice. Yeah. But I don't know whether or not. I'm assuming he's not a pedophile, but... He's... Stop. Okay. We, this is... No. Uh, our horrible cat is trying to drink out of my water glass. It's quite rude. Um, so, it's... I'm so sad you didn't love it, <laughs> but I guess I guess we'll we'll move right along. Okay. Here's something super weird that I realized at the end, but also applies to the beginning. Okay. Every did you notice anything unifying about every single boy in the creepo school for boys? They were wearing like quasi futuristic, like jumpsuits or not like like sweatshirts, hoodies with rings around the neck, like puffy rings around the collars. <laughs> no, they weren't. Yeah, they were wearing normal hoodies and t-shirts and shorts. But they were made to look all future-y and weird. They weren't, though. What was weird is that they were just normal, like, everyday, like, 90s clothing. But every single boy was in the same shades of brown and black. Oh. And then I got a little creeped out. <laughs> Maybe it's because it was like a children's prison. penitentiary. Or prison. Exactly. Yeah. So that gave me some heebie-jeebies. I'll be honest. So that he grew up to be a priest who was like the the in charge of wayward boys. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. another element of creepiness to the movie. It was. It was. Uh, I, I although his mugging in it is really good. I will say that he makes those faces. He's the best physical actor. I love Martin Short. I would say I would say I like I enjoy his physical uh, like his facial tweaks yeah. and stuff more than like Jim Carrey's who I also hundred percent eh I feel like fine about him I like like Ace Ventura like, yeah that's Jim Carrey not yeah. like not like anything else serious actor <sighs> anti vaxxer Jim Carrey I don't like that guy anyways your notes <laughs> yeah I took notes <laughs> a lot of them aren't great <laughs> can we talk about Charles Gordon's ring game. Yeah, he wore a lot of rings. He's unmarried. And that's, oh, that's also kind of the premise of the movie. He's trying to convince his girlfriend, Mary Steenburgen, that he's good with kids and likes kids. And that's why he let Clifford come to stay with him. So that he can then marry her. Because she's, like, iffy on him. Right, because he bought a house, like, emptied out onto a cliff. Yeah. And had one bedroom, so she knew that that meant that he didn't want to have kids. Yeah, that was a little much on her behalf. It was a little much on his behalf to buy it. But they're not even engaged. Like, it's not her money. Okay, they live together. So, how about the fact that he, his like, his whole plan to tell or to show her that he could, you know, want kids or love kids, happened the very same day that Clifford tried to crash the plane so that yeah. he could go to the theme park. Yeah, and then just ha- I mean, it just worked out perfectly for good old Chucky G. Uh, Charles Grodin. I'll be referring to him as Chucky G. For Chucky that. G. Yeah, okay. I like okay. that. Maybe not. That sounds dumb now. It does a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. So, that was the whole thing. He was try- trying to prove, you know, himself to her as a possible father. 
But like goes about it in a really weird like I feel bad for him, all the things that the you know, this little punk did to him. Yeah. But he didn't handle it really well. No, he's terrible. That's but, also the point of the movie. Uh, no, I understand that the movie <laughs> would have been like there would have been no plot like, though this kid's acting up, send him to your room. Like, I'm gonna have a scotch and chill. Like that would have <laughs> I would be interested in that movie. You you would love that movie. <laughs> That's a perfect movie. So That's gonna be like when we get someone who doesn't have kids to babysit. And then we, like, watch it on the nanny cam. That's going to be our TV show? Yeah. Are we going to go stay at the NBC Suites by the hotel, yeah. by the uh, airport and watch our wireless yes. nanny Baby cam? monitor? Yeah. I think we call them. Get, yeah. like, popcorn delivered from room service? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Does that sound like a fun time? That sounds insane. <laughs> you suggested the NBC Suites by the airport. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke that didn't go very well. <laughs> And then I just had to commit. Right. I just had to stick with it. So. Fair enough. But yeah, no, his rings were nuts. He had like he was wearing a lot of rings. Like at least two, possibly three. I think yeah, at least two, possibly three. He had a pinky ring that I knew it looked like a little signet ring. Yeah. And then he was wearing some other like I don't know men's fashion ring. Well, did he have a thumb ring? I don't think so. Right? No. Did he? I don't know, but that was a big thing for dudes in the nineties. Thumb rings? Yeah. Wasn't it? I don't recall. Well, again, I had no MTV, like very, I mean, I was watching the Andy Griffith show, pretending to have, you know, a fever so I could stay at home and watch Dick Van Dyke and stuff with my grandparents. <laughs> Your grandparents. What age are we talking? Like, I don't know, like kindergarten through at least sixth grade. Okay. So. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I missed a lot of school, but I have a very extensive knowledge of Dick Van Dyke. I I have never seen it. Never one time. Cool. We should watch that. Okay. I'm sure we can find that. Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke show. Okay. That is fun to say. Oh, <laughs> um, A part that I really, really liked was when uh, Mary Steren Virgin and Charles Grodin take Martin Short Clifford to, his, to their office. And... He is just racing around like an absolute maniac and like doing like somersaults over the couches and then which is basically parkour. He basically invented oh, yeah. parkour. And then he grabs a lamp and puts the top on his head and rides it like a horse. That was okay, yeah. That's very that's, much one of my favorite scenes in the movie. That's what I'm saying. This movie, the parts that I liked were him just in the background doing stuff. <laughs> Me too. He was hilarious. Yeah. And and like when there's a scene I love where his uncle's telling Charles Grodin's telling him to like sit there and act like a or look like a look like a <laughs> look normal like a boy. Human boy, look like a human boy. And the facial expressions yeah. that he goes through trying to do it are th- those were that was hilarious. That actually that would be my favorite I think scene scene in the movie. Yeah, I have felt that way so many times in my life. <laughs> like, oh god, just make your face look normal. whenever like whenever I see someone in the hallways who like I don't really know or on the street who like looks familiar like a neighbor or something like I cannot make my face look human wow yeah trying to look normal it's so hard it's really hard to try to look normal I'm so mad at it yeah it's really embarrassing (laughs) yeah because the second that you realize that like say if you're sitting there and you want to want to remember what it looks like to look normal yeah by that time you're already thinking about it so you're trying to look normal how do you know if you were ever looking normal? I think you're probably not. Probably not. I feel like we're going to cut this. <laughs> <laughs> no edits. We're, we're, working. we're working on one day. We're working like Brando here. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Um, I was looking at a BuzzFeed of like 
things that were cool in 2008 that are definitely not now. And one of them was uh, Bill O'Reilly screaming, fuck it, we'll do it live! <laughs> and I totally forgot about that, and that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, we'll do, we're do, yeah, we'll do it live. So, something else about the movie that I would like to call out. Okay. I, and I wish I wrote down, like, what the specific line was, but there was something that he said that, like, seemed like it would have been an innuendo, but it made no sense. And I asked you, like, what does that mean? You're like, I don't know. It means nothing. Oh, where? I don't oh. Know what the Oh man, it was no. It was he was talking about his one of his teachers has a toupee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and he they let him play frisbee with it. <laughs> yeah. And like and then, and then he says, but then the art teacher uses it, but that's for something else. And then makes like a knowing look at like, yeah, almost like looks off the into the distance. Yeah, and what? Why? Why? No. And so then, but like as a little kid, I was like, because I would watch the things that my parents would also think are funny. In addition to kids movies, obviously. Right. Um, and, uh, hey, no surprise, I'm an only child, if I didn't mention that. And you don't know me. I think you could have figured it out. Um, but there would be jokes that I would be like, what does that mean? And my parents would say, like, oh, you'll, you'll understand it later. Like, well, you'll, I'll tell you later. So you tucked this one away thinking that you'd understand it later? No, so there are just so many movies that I watch as kids that I watch again now. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get those jokes. And so in this one, I'm like, I still don't get that joke. I get that it's supposed to be creepy. I don't, yeah. I, but that's yeah, it. That's I don't, the only thing I get about it. What would, what would, what would you use a toupee for? Like, like, like a pubic hair wig? Like a merkin? Is that what that's called? Yeah, it's, it's called a merkin. Ooh, gross. But like, what would, I mean, the art teacher, what would he use it? But I like, don't know. I, yeah, I can't they, understand that joke. They definitely tried to make it like it was a sexual innuendo or like like a knowing kind of wink, wink, nudge, yeah, yeah. nudge to all the parents that took their kids to see this. But like. But it didn't make any sense. I don't get it. Yeah. And like, I don't get it at 39. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think I'm, I've grown up. <laughs> to the point where I should at least understand juvenile humor. Exactly. <clears throat> don't, that one went right over my head. But so I think it's just a complete non sequitur. Like it's supposed to be creepy, but they were, it was almost like a placeholder joke. And they were like, I, I bet Martin Short did it like 55 times. With different things. Yeah. And yeah. then they just kept that one. And it made no sense. Yeah. That's I, my guess. Yeah. I do like that when they roll the credits sometimes in movies uh. and they show you like all the bloopers of the different scenes. Guess what? Usually my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, usually. Yeah, they, I don't know why they don't just like stop the movie for a second and then just Agreed. play all the different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you know, one of the things that I've realized when I'm having a panic attack is watching Parks and Rec outtakes. Yeah, it's the great. It's the happiest <clears throat> place on the internet. It really is. It's so great. They're so fun and funny. Yeah, especially Andy. It still is always my favorite. He is your favorite. Yeah. Um. Also, I've, I'm like, so we mentioned it before, some of the movies that we were, some of the shows that we've been watching recently. And, like, you you shared Dawson's Creek with me. Uh-huh. Which, I'm so sad I did because, and I also rewatched it about four years ago, concurrently with Cameron and Danielle, and we would all talk about it at work every single day. Right. Every episode. So, like. We were calling ourselves Pacey Witters Sister Wives for a while. That's not really great. Cute. Okay. So not only that, but I watched Nano Two One O with you yep. recently too. Yeah. So again, all of my most obvious choices are right. not going to be initial ones here because we just watched them. Because right. I love the nineties. Well, no, it just brought up a joke that I read on on Reddit today. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So <clears throat> Beverly Hills uh, zip code was Nano Two One O. Uh huh. What was Dawson Creek's? Um, I guess my birthday, mm-hmm. because 
That's, it's so close to my heart. That's yeah, it's where your heart lives. Yeah, in Dawson's exactly. Creek. That's correct. It's actually eight oh one oh eight for our lives to be over. Ooh. Yeah, we got jokes. We got jokes. We got jokes I stole days. off the internet, but yeah, it's still a good. Joke. You cited your source. I did. So I cited my of source. Reddit. Yeah, you didn't say the username, but I think that's fine. I can't remember. I it's I can't possibly recall, but it's on there. Yeah. Somebody will find it. And now I know why Reddit is called Reddit. Because you read it. I there. read it in r slash jokes. There you go. There we go. Whoever did there, they just, bravo. I read it. <sighs> um, so, I, your, your lack of enjoyment of the movie is throwing a wrench in my plans. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I swear to God, I thought this podcast was, was going to go, oh my God, I can't believe I've ever seen that. That is the funniest. This movie... And me saying, I know! But no, it's definitely not what's happening. I wanted to say that this movie is the worst. <laughs> but it's not. It's not the worst. It's It's got some what's funny... What's a movie that you think is worse than this? Um, Let's see. Faces of Death. I don't know what that is. It's just video of, of things and people dying. Oh my um, god. It's, yeah, it's terrible. There's no narrative, nothing. How much time do you spend on the dark web? I'm not even fully sure what the dark web is. I feel like you know. I mean, I've got an idea, but <laughs> I, I don't. But again, it might be something that I completely made up in my head and uh-huh. convinced myself that it's true. Mm. Um, no, they talk about dark web on the news and stuff. They do, but they don't really. I mean, they they like talk about what it is, sort of. Or like the, you can buy guns and drugs. Yeah, that's literally there. all I'm about it. I, anyways. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't know much about the dark web. Okay. But, what other movies are worse? Um, I would say that... Oh. I mean, I know there's worse movies out there. I'm hard-pressed right now to think of another one because this one's so fresh. I mean, we just <laughs> watched this one. Um, and again, like, I, I didn't hate... Okay, I didn't hate this movie. It's not the greatest. I don't think that it's... Uh, I think that the trailer itself... When, when I think a trailer is too long, then maybe... That trailer is terrible. It's a terrible trailer. But, like, I... I'm not surprised it was a box office disaster. Yeah, I mean, I there wasn't, like, a Clifford 2, I don't think, ever in the works. I don't either. But I will say that... So it, it reminded me a lot, like, the start of the movie, especially when, like, the Orion logo comes up. Uh-huh. It reminded me so much of all these movies that I loved as a kid. <laughs> so you just like you RoboCop aimed to be just primed to be disappointed. It's no, no, not, it did. I was primed to be excited. I think that's why oh. I was let down because I remember like every other movie we rented from like Play It Again Video and Quincy. Yeah, was like started off with that same logo. Like I think I watched the entire Orion catalog on VHS at various <laughs> times. That's a really cute name for a video store. Playing in video? Yeah. It's really oh, yeah. Cool. It was awesome. There was two video stores in Quincy. One, there were. One the, in Quincy, one in East Quincy. That's correct. <laughs> one, one was called Playing in Video, and it was in the Safeway Shopping Center. Uh-huh. Of course. Uh, right across the street from the high school. Correct. The other one was called All the Best Video, Oof. and it was... It did not live up to its name, but mm. that one was also like a chain, so I feel yeah. like they had all the best videos like... In Chico and in Redding, and it was like a Northern uh, California chain. Got it. And the guy that owned them, I think, was from Quincy. Uh, or, or something. All the best video. All the best video. That's a terrible name. Com- like right, and 
uh, Play It Again video. Great name. So would you guys like drive to East Quincy to go to Play It Again video? Um, no, only when I lived in East Quincy, like in mm. high school. Uh, no, I mean, it all Play It Again video was right there, right next to the round table. So like Friday night, we, my dad and I would we'd go get a pizza and then a couple of movies. Uh-huh. And, you know, that was Friday night. Um, Interesting that for the first two movies we chose, it was like movies we watched like when we were little with our dads. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, be, yeah. But, so, like, I mean, there was RoboCop. There was, I mean, there was a lot of them. Ryan had a lot of movies, but they went out of business and I guess came back, like, huh. I think in 2013. Um. So, I... Talking about the video store endlessly. Sorry, yeah. And Orion. Orion Productions. Orion Studios. Um, It reminded me of something you told me that legitimately blew my mind the other day, which is that you said in the the 80s to own videotapes cost like $80. So, yeah, like like when videotapes first started coming out, they were really expensive. That is crazy to me you know why I know that actually going back to all the best video I lost a movie from them and they charged me like 80 bucks for it and I don't even remember what piece of shit movie I was watching when I lost but I feel like movie stores just did that well no it wasn't just them like you could I remember like going into uh, we drove into Reno and there was like a Sam Goody or whatever Uh store was in the mall that sold those things and we wanted to like my dad wanted to buy something. I think it was like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, something like that. And it was really expensive. Huh? Like it was. It's so interesting. Yeah, I, I, I want to do some research. On that. Dig into the price of video. I maybe I'm maybe I'm again making this up in my head, and maybe the the owners of all the best video put a scam on me. Well, like you put a scam on what was it the the CD a month club? Oh yeah. Everybody robbed the CD, the Columbia House and BMG. Oh, yeah. Every, it wasn't just me. Everybody <laughs> robbed that place blind. I feel like they robbed me blind. <laughs> My mom. Thanks, mom. What, you, you, she paid for CDs from? Yeah. Did they like send one a week and you had to like give them like, kept giving them like 20 bucks a week or something? And I think it was like $5 a month or something or $10 a month. Almost and I think I probably did it for like six months. Wow. And you actually paid for it. I think I had to. Was it the one where you taped the penny to the card and you send it in yeah, and then they send you exactly. back like 10 yes. and then they just start sending you shit? Yeah. So I, felt, I think my mom got really mad at me and canceled it. I probably had it for a month. Oh, man. No, my cousin what Jeremy. What the fuck is this? My cousin Jeremy taught me the scam. Like you send it in and I was young. I mean, I was like in elementary school. Oh, my God. And like you, you taped a penny to the card and you sent it in and then you checked off the boxes of the, what you wanted. Then they would send you ones. I'm sorry, really quickly. If you you were in the first grade, I don't know. I was in like elementary school. Okay, but so that was tapes. I'm being dead serious. Oh yeah, okay. no, there were tapes. Okay. I started off with tapes. I graduated CDs. Okay. I you know, I had a long and illustrious burglary career with <laughs> the people of Columbia House and BMG. Um, but no, you check them off, and then they would send you the ones that they expected you to buy. You didn't even get to pick, by the way. They just sent you shit. Yeah, I know. But I, okay. do you feel like? You, what do you think the statute of limitations on fraud is? Are either of those companies still in existence? I don't know. I'm saying, like, better watch out. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to hire our lawyer friends again. Look, they, also, I brought up. The they've had like 30 years to catch me. It hasn't happened. I'd say that. It's like, catch me if you can. That's why you had so many phone numbers when you first started dating. 
Yeah, that's right. I was like the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. uh, from Catch Me If You Can't just running from Columbia House and BMG. Running scams. But like, so they would send you these things, and then they would have them packaged, and then you would just take a Sharpie and write Return to Sender on it. Didn't even have to spend any, like, any <laughs> money. It, I think they got COD'd for that stuff. Like, I, I didn't even have to put a stamp on it. You just drop it back in the mail. Or when the mail guy shows up, you just like, hey, no thank you. <laughs> and then they send it back to him. And then the dummies just keep sending you shit every week. And then, but then don't you have to pay for them? No. They send you notices and stuff, but I'm like, I'm nine. I don't give a shit. Like, what are you, <laughs> you going to do to me? I'm nine. Your goddamn cousins. Yeah. I wouldn't even use my real name. You goddamn boy. You wild boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just us. There were a lot of people. Everybody did this. Hey, the, the Shire of the Cat is out here playing with her toy. The Shire of the Cat? Like, she's Shire. She's the l- less gregarious one. Oh, Shire. I thought you were talking about, like, the Shire where uh, hobbits live. Uh, no. No, thanks. Hard pass. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So, anyways, wh- uh, I... We're so off topic. We're so off topic. Let, let's just wrap this up with, I think that <laughs> Clifford is not the worst movie ever made, but... It's probably the worst movie Orion Pictures ever made. Oh, God. My heart is broken. Uh, I will wrap up this episode by saying I am I thought I knew you better, and I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. Ouch. <laughs> no, I hated Beastmaster. So oh, yeah. would you give it – what would you rate Clifford? A straight F? No, An no. incomplete? No, not a crit. No, no, it was overcomplete. That was, there was, <laughs> it gets extra credit for... He's always doing something. He's doing a lot. So long. Um, I, my grade for it, I guess, would be like a solid C. Hey! I mean, it wasn't... It's not like, again, it's not the worst movie ever made. It's, you know... Wow. I couldn't make it. But, <laughs> I mean, and the dinosaur at the end was kind of cool when its face fell off and it was all metal and was going to uh-huh. Like, that was I pretty cool. I liked that part. I did. I like that part. So yeah, I'd say a solid. The scene is not bad. Scene. I am leaving very much happier knowing that. I'll sleep soundly tonight knowing you gave it a seat. All right. Uh, so that was Clifford, uh, which actually, uh, I'm happy that we watched it, and I'm happy that we did it this week. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, because now it's my turn <sighs> to pick something for you. Too. Oh, and I, I, it might not even be a movie this time. I'm going to shake things up. Oh, God. What are we doing next time? I don't know. I'm thinking I've got some comic books maybe to read, like a whole like story arc of a comic book. I'm thinking um, a book I think would be great. Um, I touched on it a little bit last time. Like maybe Great Expectations or something. Oh, my God. No, I don't know. I will, I'll make you – I don't hey, know. I officially quit this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm sure I, I'll come up with something good. But it's going to be something um, – I, I I know you didn't – I know you thought that I would really like this movie, but it felt like you did something to me. Like you <laughs> – I cast a spell? Not a spell, like a curse. Like something Aww, like – No, man. I'm kidding. No, it, uh, I'll, it'll be – I'm going to come up with something. I'm okay. going to take a poll with some friends. I should also say I really wanted you to watch Real, Real World Seattle. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible to find. Cannot find it. Like, I've been looking like on DVD. Yeah, I was gonna actually gonna buy it. Same. Right. Cannot find real world Seattle. And if anybody out okay. there, follow up question: How hard did you look? 
Oh, I looked. I looked really hard. Really? Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I did one Google search and one Amazon search, and then was like, eh, it's impossible. It'll never happen." No, I, 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 uh, I deep dived into what I think was maybe the dark web. Maybe it was just <laughs> Craigslist. I'm not sure. But I went in. I did. I was looking. I looked everywhere. Uh, oh, could not find Real World Seven, Seattle. Made even harder by the fact that I guess they're making Real World Seattle right now. I know. That's so it was so hard to search for it. Yeah. It, really it kept coming up with like YouTube clips of whoever these guys are. Ugh, they're probably, oh my God, they're probably like 22. Anyway, how weird would it be if I just made you like play with toys for like a week that I had when I was a kid? Oh. Like G.I. Joe's and I, He-Man and stuff? I don't, that's, I mean, it's, that's, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to shake it up a bit. <sighs> um... I, I liked the book idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know Robotech. I saw that uh, on Amazon. Uh, Maybe if we're going to watch it. And it's a cartoon that you'll hate. Oh, good. I mean, we've got some of the action figures in our living room. <laughs> it's I the, do like our robot shelf. So, we, yeah, a robot shelf. Two of those guys are Robotech. The the big red robot guy. Oh, yeah, we did talk about this. And how I said they're not Transformers. And you looked at me a little aghast like, no, they're Robotech. Yeah, they're not Transformers. <laughs> And then the other the the other one is the jet that turns into the robot. So I can understand why you're saying that. I do like when late night we come home and sometimes you'll like go to go to move on your robots or take a closer look at them and just knock a bunch over. Oh yeah, so many have been knocked off of there. Oh I know. I, I knock, <laughs> you should see when I get home from work like a couple hours before you do. Sometimes I play with them. I've flown that jet through the living. You room. have not. I mean I have. Oh boy, it's all right. Uh, anyways, until next time. <laughs> yeah, this was. <laughs> A nice long outro. I hope you stopped it like five minutes ago, listeners, if we have any. Um, Thanks, guys.